Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we have a homily for Sunday, March 20th, 2022, which is the third Sunday in the season of Lent. We'll begin today with a reading from Luke's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. At that very time, there were some present who told Jesus about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus asked them, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, that they were worse sinners than all other Galileans? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those eighteen who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish just as they did. Then Jesus told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and I still find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? The gardener replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year, until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of Christ May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hi there, and thank you for joining us again today. Today, our Gospel reading comes from Luke's Gospel and describes a scene in which Jesus is confronted by the news of pilgrims being killed in the temple in Jerusalem by Pontius Pilate. Even in Jesus' day, we know that this was not a unique event. The first-century historian Josephus records several similar incidents committed by the brutal Roman prefect Pontius Pilate. In the incident in question, we are told that the blood of these martyred pilgrims mingled with the blood of their animal sacrifices in the temple courtyard. In one single incident, Pilate not only committed a terrorist attack on a group of people, but also on the Jewish religious system. We don't have to look very far to see similar acts of terror in our own modern times. Over the last few weeks, our media has been full of similar tales of brutality. To put our gospel reading into a little bit of context, Jesus had been teaching a large crowd. He was teaching on the importance of knowing the signs of the times and of the importance of getting our relationships in good order, both our relationship with God, but also with other people. It's at this point that some members of the crowd spoke up and told him about some Galilean pilgrims who had been murdered as they prayed in the temple. The implied question was whether these people were murdered as punishment for their sins. Was God punishing them for something that they had done wrong? I'd like to take a moment to consider that implication for just a moment. 
Although this idea might seem a little odd, I think it's a little bit more common than we might realize. First of all, it was a concept that was quite prevalent in Jesus' time. Elsewhere in the Gospels, we're told that Jesus and his disciples came across a man who had been born blind. The disciples asked Jesus, Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Their question reveals the idea that a person's suffering must somehow be a punishment from God. Contrary to the disciples' initial question, Jesus explains that this is actually an opportunity for something good to come out of something that's bad. Quite frankly, we see a connection between the disciples' question about the blind man and the statements that were posed to Jesus about the Galileans murdered in the temple. Were they killed as some kind of punishment from God? The converse is also often true. If things are going well, if we're healthy and have a bit of money in our pocket, then we must be doing something right. If things are going bad, then we must be being punished for something. If things are going well, then God must be rewarding us for our good behavior or our intrinsic niceness. When Jesus was asked about those who were killed in the temple, he replied that although their deaths were a tragedy, it was not to be seen as some kind of punishment for sin. Jesus went on to say that others who were killed when a building collapsed were not killed as punishment either. By extension, those who avoided dying in these misadventures weren't somehow morally better than those who had died. Jesus went on to tell a parable of a fig tree that was not producing fruit. The man who owned the property told his gardener to cut the fig tree down, but the gardener requested one more year to coax some kind of growth from the tree. In the end, the gardener convinced the landowner to give the tree a second chance. But what's the point of this parable, and why did Jesus tell it when he did? We have to ask, what's the similarity between the Galilean pilgrims in the temple and the fig tree in Jesus' parable? Neither knew that they were about to be cut down, and quite frankly, neither do we. This parable serves to remind us that each day that we have is an opportunity to make the most of our lives and of our relationships, both with God and with other people. Sometimes we need to be reminded of the opportunities that we have so that we don't take them for granted. It's been roughly two years now since the world was introduced to something called COVID-19. It's hard to imagine anyone who hasn't been impacted in some way by this terrible virus. Those who have been fortunate enough to escape infection have still faced lockdowns, masks, endless hand-washing, and a profound change to the way that we interact with the world around us. Even the fortunate among us may feel as though we have had our entire lives placed on hold, as though we are living in some kind of suspended animation. And that's only those who have not been affected, gotten sick, or even worse. In other news, it's been about a month since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. 
the loss of life has been staggering. Some say upwards of three million people have fled their country. Cities, towns, and, more importantly, lives have been destroyed. The impact has been felt around the world. So you see, we don't have to look very far to see that life is fragile. Whether through pandemic, through acts of violence, or simply through the stuff of life, we are reminded of our own mortality. This sentiment is echoed on Ash Wednesday when we hear the words, Remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Life is a limited time offer. I was reminded of all this as I read Jesus' words today. Don't forget the context of this story. Jesus had been encouraging people to make things right with God and with each other. It was at this point that members of the crowd had asked him about people who had been killed in the temple. Although Jesus assured people that those deaths were not a punishment for some unknown offense, he did go on to tell a parable about the fig tree, encouraging his listeners to make the best use of the time that we have been given. We never know what the future holds for us, so seize every day that we have been given. Squeeze every ounce of possibility out of our days. Live life to its fullest, savoring every moment and every relationship. Don't miss a single opportunity to make things right, either with God or with another person. In the words of the prophet Micah, God has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? Amen.